0: All right, we are back. This is the one and only OSB podcast show. I am Scott Matthews, and, yes, I'm joined today by my main man, Mr. Teddy Brooks,
1: CEO, guys, of the Sports Profits. What's up, Teddy? What's happening, Scotty? Very excited to bounce back this week after a rough rough one last week. for.
0: Listen, me. you can't win them all, Teddy. You know how that goes. Can't. Can't do it. We've yeah. been around this business uh, too long for that, you know. It's good.
1: Yeah, but you know, I I brought in the bright shirt this week to kind of I love it. Hopefully, lift things up for me a little bit. I
0: think the kahuna, he's still traveling, believe it or not, on a little assignment. But uh, I think he'd appreciate the hey. uh, the colorful set today. Yeah,
1: he's uh, he's missed, but he's we'll, get the, we'll get the job done without him.
0: That's right. We got to move the show on. You know, I I had one of the best weekends in my life. I went to Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I, mean, I got some video. I'm going to show you guys in a second, but I'll tell you. In your bucket list, if you like going to college football, SEC, and Alabama, man, check this out. What does 103,000 people do on a Saturday? I'm going to show you right now. That stadium was packed. I was at the Tennessee game. This is when Bama's coming out on the field to start of the game.
1: Place had to get pretty quiet the first half in that game, huh? It was pretty quiet, actually. And then it got loud again. I'm, yeah. I'm sure in the second half. That was a that was a tale of two halves. That game, right there. But I'll tell you, the energy, man. I mean, just the whole
0: vibe of being there is just phenomenal. All right, I think we gave a little taste of uh, what they. What'd you do this weekend? Anything exciting other than try to, you know, keep the winning roll? I
1: worked, man. I, I worked. worked. I, I, yeah, that was it. But I eventually want to spend a whole year. Just going to a different stadium every single week, yeah. and, and doing that. Well, college football stadiums or NFL? But college football, I don't, I don't care. SEC kind of stuff. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, like I think LSU, cause it's Tennessee. Closed. Yeah, LSU, Tennessee, Bama, Georgia, Bama, Georgia, South Carolina, Auburn. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I tell you, you I think you I think you know, we wouldn't see you for a while if you were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of stuff going on guys. Listen, we got the World Series starting Friday. We'll talk about that in a, a little later on in the show. We got f- college football, believe it or not, NBA basketball. I guess you want to maybe talk about that a little later
1: on. Or are you got gonna... any so if you follow me and and you know my gig, I don't do a lot of NBA. I really focus on college hoops. That's my thing. If you go back through my YouTube every year, college hoops is actually always my highest percentage sport. NBA, between the load management, players taking off. Now, I know they have changed those rules a little bit. Yeah, they're pushing hard on that. But these players, I mean, you saw Charles Barkley came. He was sitting like we are right here with, with uh, the commissioner. Um I can't think of the guy's name right now, the tall, skinny, oh, Adam blonde. Silver. Adam Silver. Yeah. yeah.
0: Come on, man. He Adam's was sitting good.
1: there with Adam Silver and he said he was getting red. I mean, not red, but he was getting pumped, tough. pumped up. Yeah. He said these guys are making 30, 40, 50 million dollars and they're playing 75 percent of the time. Get out there and play. So you don't really know. It's tough with the NBA, with who's going to play, yeah. who's going to play hard, what days with college hoops. These kids are coming out every night and giving it their all, so it's it's a little bit easier
0: to predict. They're fighting uh, for that big paycheck. They want that bag one day down the road. In
1: the NBA, they already have their bag, and they want to preserve it by preserving their bodies. But I don't know if it's always about preserving their bodies, or sometimes it's just hey, I don't feel like playing tonight.
0: I think LeBron like opening night only played was he was there was some kind of rumbling going on. He only played 27 minutes or something. They were talking about or well, Anthony Davis didn't have a big workload against Denver in opening night.
1: That's the so whole thing. Like, already
0: he, talking rumblings in the first game. That's the whole problem with this uh, with with
1: the NBA right now. It's like.
0: You know what I love about the NBA, though, early in the season before they really make these adjustments? Because, you know, don't forget, a lot of players move around, a lot of new players in the lineup and things like that. So the lines right now are a little soft. I mean, there's weak numbers out there. on games that you could take advantage of until they really fine tune them a little bit, you know, down the road, maybe 20, 30 games into the season. The only advantage when you have a new sport, guys, I'm sure, you know, you will agree with me, no matter what the sport, there are some edges early on numbers that you could take advantage of looking at it the way we look at it.
1: Yeah. I'm experiencing that right now with hockey. These lines are low. Uh, For example, using example, the Rangers last night, they were only like 120 favorites, probably, same situation later on in the year, they'll be one hundred and fifty favorites. So yep. you can get some cheap favorites right now in hockey. Good time to take advantage. You got some uh,
0: undefeated teams in the NHL still. You got the. Did Vegas win last night? I'm not sure it was a late game, but the Bruins won again. Colorado won. Uh, you know, so I think they're like five, six, six and zero. The Bruins, uh, Colorado's the same six and zero. I don't know if Vegas won. If they did, they'd be seven and zero. So you got still some undefeated teams in hockey. But anyways. We got a lot to talk about with football because I know all you guys out there love the uh, NFL and college football. We got a Thursday night game. Not the most wonderful game in the world. These teams are trying to find themselves, both of them. You got Tampa Bay going against Buffalo. Uh, I don't know what happened with Buffalo. I mean, uh, they've kind of lost their last couple of games. They lost to New England, they lost to Jacksonville. Now they're playing against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, uh, you know, is an up-and-down team. I think they're a 500 club right now. Believe it or not, whoever wins, if Tampa Bay wins this game, they're going to have the same record. Both of them will be 4-4. Four and four. Uh, The line on this game is eight and a half. It's in Buffalo. Do you have any opinion or any strong lean on this game, Ted, on, with this Thursday night NFL?
1: I don't have a strong lean. What I will say is Buffalo, their up-and-down nature is pretty shocking to me. Um the fact that they have Josh Allen and they're still yeah. – they're not really dominating. He's a so beast. He really is. They are not dominating. We got to really see – I mean, offensively, they're stout. They can't really stop the run on defense. That's one of their their big problems. Tampa Bay doesn't really have much no. offensively <laughs> or defensively. Yeah, The line on this one is big for a Thursday night football You know, the numbers always say for Thursday night, go with the dog, go with the under. I'm not touching this game with a 10-foot pole. Uh, Maybe a little sprinkle on the under, but probably not touching this game. But if I had to, I would go under.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking uh, this is not a strong play for me at all, but I'm thinking that Buffalo is going to be jacked up like to a different level, and I don't think Tampa Bay has the weapons to stay with them if they're right. And if Josh Allen starts coming out and picking them apart, I don't see how Tampa Bay, if they start falling behind by uh, 10, 14, you know 17 points that they even have what it takes to you know come back in that game. So if I'm going to lean on this game and again it's just a lean, I, I'd probably bring this game down you know to about eight points, and I would take the home team with Buffalo. I think that they're going to roll. They lost a couple of games in a row. I think they need a big time win and our national audience, they're going to come out juiced up and jacked up. so take Buffalo minus the
1: eight. As a small play. Anything else on Thursday? College football? Anything yeah, you're looking at? I, I'm looking at both of these college football games. I'm looking at Virginia Tech minus the two and a half, minus the three, maybe just taking them on the money line to be safe. Cuse is a team that they have played three really good teams in a row in the ACC, Clemson, UNC, and FSU, yep. and they've just been getting beat up on. And I think their spirit is... Is going to be down a little bit. They've lost 112 to 24 combined score in the last three games. They have no offense at all. The lowest point total in all of college football during those three games. And Virginia Tech has somewhat of a decent passing offense. And Cuse does not have a way to defend it. I think, um, and, and I think I can see some 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 Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah, Syracuse Victory. is
0: a mystery. They started out the season 4-0, uh, and oh, and they scored like almost 180 points or more in those games. And like you said, the last uh, three games, they've been getting their asses handed to them big time. Yeah, so and Virginia Tech's at home.
1: It. So I'm taking Virginia Tech on the money line in this one. And like I said, Virginia Tech has the offense that can get it done. Nothing spectacular offensively, but Cuse's defense is so weak that I think that they can take advantage now. The one thing is they have to pass the ball because Qs can defend the run a little bit. I also like the road dog Georgia State versus Georgia Southern. This I'm is with a, you on that one. This is a great matchup. This is a matchup that Georgia State has dominated the last three years in a row. You have Darren Granger, their QB, looking good. He's improving every week. I had a, I had a bad week last week. I had Louisiana to beat Georgia State. And I was watching that game, and Georgia State's defense kept Louisiana at bay. I think they continue it against Georgia Southern here. The mm-hmm. only thing that worries me is Georgia Southern does have a strong uh, passing attack, and
0: yeah, Georgia do. State has they, a weak.
1: they got a high-flying offense. Georgia State's passing defense is a little bit weak, but I think Georgia State covers the three. Are you still seeing it at three? i I'm sh- No, actually, that line is really down. It's uh, one and a half. Wow! One and a half, two. Wow! Yeah. yeah. So when we when I did this analysis, it was closer to three, two and a half, three. It's a tough line, man. But I'll tell you, Georgia State's plays good on the road. They're three and oh this year on the road. Just came off a nice
0: win, like you said. I had them actually the other night. I got it at the plus four. I bought the number up. They won the game outright. It was a close game. They took a big lead. Then they almost lost the you know lost the lead and uh, but they held on to get the job done. I like them a lot this week myself. I think Georgia State's on a roll right now and I think they can match up but definitely in a game like this. And I think a lot of mistakes, and when you, when you see matchups like this, Georgia Southern, Georgia State, there's always a couple of crucial turnovers or mistakes that turn these games around and uh, really really turn them around and give uh, one of the sides an edge. I, I, I think Georgia State's a play. I definitely get this line to plus two or higher, um, no doubt about it. But Would you buy it all the way to three? You know, it, it's a big it's a big number to go from one and a half, two to three. So probably not, because I feel that they're a live dog and the line is, you know, the line's soft enough. I feel at this number that I, I like them. I, I think Georgia State is a live dog on the road. I think they can win the game outright.
1: And you brought up the fact that they're three and zero on the road this year. They're actually five and zero against the spread on the road in their last five. And Georgia Southern's only four and eight against the spread in their last twelve. So, guys, when when me and Scotty are, are matching on a on a play, the percentages are high there. I would run with that. Real quick, going back to last week, I ended up taking your Missouri play from last week. That was a strong one, also. So, yeah, thank you for out. that.
0: No problem, man. Any time we can
1: help. Yeah. So that's uh, it's going to be a good matchup, though. This this Georgia State Georgia Southern game. Both teams only have three combined losses. Moving into Friday, Scotty, I don't have anything. Nothing, myself. Okay, so we'll go right to Saturday. Yeah, I'm looking
0: at it. Obviously, we, you know, last Saturday we had a lot of great matchups, like uh, top teams going against each other. It was like several ones. This week is really not that many like that. It's a kind of more of a quiet type of board. But I've got my eyes on a couple of games for Saturday, but I'm going to kick it to you and uh, see if you have anything uh, you're putting out as a huge play or a best bet for uh, Saturday at college football. Yeah,
1: Let's yeah. So I, I'm looking at us. a few. I'm looking at a few games. Um, I have some, you know, I have an opinion on the pr- the premier game of the week is Oregon Utah. Yep. I will save that uh, for later on because I'm sure you have an opinion on that one also. I really like UCLA against Colorado. I think this Colorado team has been getting pounded into the ground. The public, speaking of pounding, continues to pound Colorado, even though. Colorado has been unraveling. The public is sticking with them. The public is sticking with Coach Prime. This team has allowed 350 passing yards in three or more in three of their last four games. They had 17 penalties last week against, or two weeks ago against Stanford. they're making a lot
0: of mistakes. Um,
1: A lot of mistakes. And then you have UCLA, the best defense in the Pac-12, top 10 defense in the country. Yeah, their quarterback play is a little weak, but every other part of them is good. 36th in scoring, 18th in overall offensive yards, and here's the thing: Colorado lost to Stanford. UCLA dominated them, 42 to seven. I think UCLA dominates Colorado on this one. It's a big line. I'm sure some people disagree with me there, but I think they dominate them. Yeah, that's
0: a catch-22 type of game. Uh, which team, which which Colorado team is going to show up for that game? Because UCLA is pretty steady. And you know Chip Kelly will have them ready for that game, and he wants to you know, keep that momentum going uh, in the right direction. And what better way than come out and try to blow out Colorado? And Colorado has the tendencies, either they show up, or like, like you said, they make a lot of mistakes and key mistakes that give the uh, other teams points. So that's an interesting game. I'm staying way far away from that one. But I am definitely looking at the one you mentioned, the big Pac-12 matchup between uh, – Oregon and Utah, I really like that game a lot, actually. Uh, I don't know how you give this Utah team. I mean, no one respects this team, it seems like. Uh, giving them six and a half to seven points at home. I know Oregon's great. The Bo is great. But this Utah team is is put together on offense and on defense. They just beat USC in, in their stadium last week. I, I love Utah at home as a live dog. You don't get Utah with this many points at home. I know uh, Oregon's, a, you know, is a machine, a fine-tuned one at, at that. But I think they uh, get it. If I'd buy this line to plus seven and a half, and I'd be jumping all over. This is my best ten-unit, ten. I uh, 10 call it my ten-star winner is on Utah plus seven and a half to cover that game against Oregon. I think they stay in it all the way with a shot to win it. Any thoughts on that match? Yeah,
1: we actually, so we 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 matched on the Georgia State-Georgia-Southern game. We are on opposite sides of the table on this one. Oh. Um, first of all, not that this has anything to do with the game because this is something that's past news, but it's official. Cam Rising, they're not going to attempt to get him going this year. He's been shut down for the year. So official. that talk, whether Cam's going to play. The, every game with Utah, is Cam right. Rising going right. to play? Not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, he's done. But here's the thing. UCLA's defense is top 20 on both aspects, run and pass, at every category. I think that that USC victory is a little bit fraudulent. USC's defense is bad, mm-hmm. especially their run defense. They have a Swiss cheese run defense Utah took advantage of it. If UCLA comes in and shuts down the run, whoever is at quarterback this week for Utah, he's going to have to get it done in the air, and I don't think he's going to be able to do that. Jaquindon Jackson, Utah's running back, he's the guy that really made it happen against USC offensively last week for Utah. I think if if UCLA can just focus on shutting him down, they're going to force the quarterback to pass, force the quarterback to make mistakes. I think you know this line opened at four and a half.
0: Was it four and a half? It
1: opened at four and okay. a half, and money started to come in on UCL uh, on uh, Oregon, Oregon here, yeah. and I think that that's a big telling sign that there's a little bit of an overreaction to the uh, USC win by Utah. I'm not saying Utah's a bad team, but I think. Oregon is just a much better team on all sides of the ball. On
0: offense, definitely. I mean, they got 200 uh, yards a game more on offense, but again, that's a lot. They were blowing, you know, they were running scores up and playing against weaker teams until the recent.
1: And so. even though Oregon has a loss, they are still in the playoff hunt potentially if they can run the board here and run it strong. So not only do they have to win games, remember, this is college football, guys. In the NFL, this stuff doesn't matter, but in college football, margin of victory matters they need to not only win out but they need to win out with big margins and who better to do it with than Bo Nix uh still a sleeper Heisman if you ask me oh, yeah. I still think he has potential you eight. actually brought it up last week how great he's playing yeah um I'm in I'm a big fan of Bo Nix I was a big fan of him I used to I was betting Auburn a lot when he played for Auburn and I'm gonna roll with Oregon okay Oh, well, we're disagreeing. Hey, that's
0: what it's all about, guys. You, you hear what Ted has to say? You hear what I have to say? Now that's it's what up it's to you to think about, about that's, what that, you
1: want to do. Yeah, if we sit here and just agree on every game, that's no fun, right? Well, I
0: got one other one that I think is going to be an absolute uh, ass kicker. I'm going to jump all over Notre Dame to blow out Pittsburgh. The line on this game is about 20, 20 and a half points. I think you can leave it right where it wants to be, that line, because I don't think it's going to matter if Notre Dame is right. I think this is a game they want to run up the score. They've been playing some really tough opponents lately, and I think this is going to be the cakewalk game. And I look for the number in the right situation with the right matchup, and I feel Notre Dame wins this game by about 27 to 34 points. I think they just steamroll over the Pitt Panthers. Panthers had a hard time even scoring last week. They lost in the final second of the game. Um, You know, I was a play I used, actually. I had Pittsburgh, and uh, they let me down in the last uh, couple of seconds of the game. But I think Notre Dame wins this game easily. Any take on that game at all? You
1: you can't go wrong betting on Notre Dame in this position against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a weak team. They don't cover spreads. Now, the interesting thing about Pittsburgh is they haven't been this big of a dog all year, Notre Dame has been only a big of this big of a favorite. Well, they've been big favorites twice but against really abysmal teams. Yeah, mo- Like wo- Navy I mo- think was one. It was um it was Early Tennessee State and CMU Central Michigan. So okay. really they, they were They did cover against them either. Central oh yeah, 20 against Navy too, yeah. so they covered that spread. So th- yeah. those big spreads, they covered two of the three. I think they do it again here. And they still have something to play for. So they're out of the playoff race with the two losses. But the top 12 teams, this is something important for people to know. The top 12 teams in college football make it to a, a, a special select set of bowl games. They're at 14th right now. So they have something to play for to get into that top 12 and stay there. Oh, yeah. So they can get that premier, a lot prestigious. Of money at stake prestigious bowl game a lot of money at stake a lot of eyes on those games a lot of scouts going to those games so those are games that teams really want to make it to I agree with that one Um, I actually like a an SEC game I'm looking at here this is a tough game for me Uh, I was really back and forth on this game but I wanted to make a prediction on it because I think it's a game a lot of people are going to be paying attention to Mississippi State Auburn a good USC and a good SEC game. Like we were saying, there's not a lot of good games.
0: No, this not weekend this
1: week. is a potential weekend for a lot of blowouts, like the Notre Dame game, like uh, UCLA against Colorado, because there's not a lot of tight matchups. But Auburn is minus six versus Mississippi State. Uh, I think that this offense is going to get going. They're 23rd in rushing explosiveness. Mississippi State. They have a decent running game also. I've been down on Mississippi State all year. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it before. I don't like what the coach did by coming in and changing the offense. Now I'm not sure what's going on with Will Rogers, whether he's hurt or, or they just benched him, but I don't think Will Rogers is going to be starting. Mississippi State just played a really tough game against uh, Arkansas, and they got the win, but it was a really tough, really hard-fought game they don't have much of a pass defense. I like Auburn. I think Auburn is They do, aren't they? I mean they're they do
0: they do to do something. They
1: need to turn it around. Yeah. They're five and two against Mississippi State against the spread in the last seven. Both of these teams are not covering spreads this year. Both are two and five against the spread this year. So. Which
0: makes it tough too, you know, to try to gauge on teams like that. they S- they're not playing well, they're not covering point spreads, so now they're playing against each other, Some, so something's going to give, obviously. Something
1: has to give, and I think what gives is I think Auburn gets it figured out. Auburn's head coach, you Freeze, I'm a little bit more of a fan of than I am of the Mississippi State head coach, the one that I said came in and changed everything. So I'm yeah. rolling with Auburn minus the six here, buying it from six and a half. You always have the latest lines. I think it's at six and a half on most books right now, and I'm moving it over. Um. Shoot, man, I got so much college. I'm gonna keep rolling if you don't mind, Scotty. Um, <laughs> Let's do it, man. Coast. Don't, don't spoil them, though. M- m- I know, right? Marshall Coastal Carolina. I'm just gonna run through a really simple Coastal Carolina are three point dogs at home. They should be favored, uh or at least a pick them, Marshall. Is not very good. They're, they're they're decent on the road. That's all they have going for them. They're one and four against the spread in their last five. Coastal Carolina is five and two against the spread. This is something that I call a trap line. Marshall is minus three. They four, want up
0: to four now. Believe it they or not. want
1: everyone to take Coastal. I'm going with Marshall on this one. Road favorite. It's kind of a weird one.
0: Oh, just to let you know, that Auburn line is 6.5 in most places. So it's it's pretty solid.
1: And then I'll give one more, and then I'll give it back to you. I'm going with Air Force over Colorado State. The public, I don't know why, but the public is heavy on Colorado State in this. Colorado State lost by 20 to Utah State, Air Force beat Utah State by 20. They have the number one rushing offense. I don't know, I, Seven last, and 0, baby. Yeah, last time I rolled with them, they they didn't cover the spread, but they had a really slow start in that game. Number one rushing offense, number five passing defense, number six rushing defense, number 15 in yards per play on offense, number 36 in yards per play on defense. This is a great team, and they need to win every game, and they need to win every game big if they want to make a statement at the end of this year to even have a hope to sniff the college football playoffs.
0: All right. Hey, listen, why don't you tell them about this exciting thing we're going to be doing today for the first time on our show where we're going to give them some, the people out there a chance to uh, interact with us live.
1: Yeah, so at the end of the show, uh, we're going to go live. I'm going to go live on the Profits Pick Instagram, and I'm going to be taking questions from anyone who has them. Now, I've done this before at night, and it's been really good. You know, it is – 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern time, 11 a.m. Pacific. So we'll see if we can get as many people but you on. Guys
0: are pretty, your, your followers are pretty loyal to you, so I think they follow you all day, all night. Hopefully. We'll see. We're right. about
1: to find out.
0: All right. Well, we'll <laughs> we're going to do it. I'm excited about that myself. All right. Listen, we did a lot. I gave a lot of information away for college football. Let's tighten it up. We got the NFL on Sunday. Uh, a couple of key matchups out there. Uh, I don't know what direction you're looking at at this point, but if you want to start with a solid play for NFL Sunday and get the, get the listeners a nice winner, let's go.
1: Uh, NFL's toughest. Uh, I always feel like NFL's tough. That's yeah, it's brutal. But, um,
0: oh, you know, I think that college, by the way, not to jump back to college, but I think Saturday's going to be a rough weekend for the public. These, just the way these matchups and these lines on these games, you always know there's that one week where everyone gets buried. This could be the week for the public to get buried a lot. It could be the week. It could it's be just for the way these games. Or are it could set be up. a
1: week. Or it could be a week where there's more public money coming in because the games are more premier. So we'll see. NFL. I like the Jets versus the Giants. I mean, this Jets defense is the real deal. They have a sp- pretty solid record going against the teams they've played. Really good teams. I mean, this Jets team has played really good teams. The Giants' offensive line is terrible. They're 32nd, which equals, if no one knows the numbers, last in the league in scoring. Um, they're last in actually a lot of offensive categories, the Giants are. The Jets are coming off of a bye. I think this is a great situational game for the Jets. Zach Wilson, he's no Aaron Rodgers, but he's limiting mistakes in these last few games. Played pretty good, man. He's limiting Consistent. his— He's You know what? He knows that his defense is going to win them the game. He just needs to play in that system and, and get the job done. And if they can keep winning games, you know they're saying Aaron Rodgers might come back. Who knows? But yeah. if, I mean that that's that the would, rumblings now. The rumblings, exactly. I mean, yeah. he was on the Manning cast. That's a
0: guy thirty-eight. All of a sudden, get back faster than younger guys usually it takes you know even longer it's, for that it, it must Same be the mushrooms engine.
1: it must be the ayahuasca and the mushrooms that he's those taking Those
0: dark rooms he goes <laughs> in those dark rooms
1: whatever he's doing it's working i'm impressed um but the bottom line is right now they have to work with what they have which is zach wilson this you know there is a such thing as situational situational games in, in football where one team is just in a good situation the Giants, not in the best situation here. The Jets are. I really like. You like the,
0: the Jets' my situation. Like I
1: I would buy the hook to two and a half. Okay. Uh, and the, like I said, the Jets have really faced great offenses and have gotten the job done.
0: I, I think this game's going to be the most boring game of the weekend. Probably, uh, you know, they're just going to kind of defense each other to death. That's why they got a total of thirty-six and a half. I would lean on the on this game. I mean, it's not a strong play for me, but a lean play on the under. 37 on this total i would take the under in this game i think it's going to be one of those uh just like the jets played against philly type of low scoring hard hard hitting games because they do know each other they do play in the same building and the bottom line is uh i think the under is going to be a live play in this
1: game i'm glad you brought that up i want to bring something to our viewers attention a little tip this isn't just one game prediction this is a tip to take with you into your sports betting future Do not be afraid of going under low totals, and do not be afraid of going over high totals. This is something, Mr. Producer, you could clip this because I want everyone to know this. People naturally, instinctively, they avoid going under low totals. They avoid going over high totals. I know people in this business that specifically love going over high totals and love going under low totals and are very successful with it. So don't let the numbers scare you. They call it a trap. That's yeah. what they call that. Don't let the numbers scare you. You don't want to get trapped into that. But, you know, the, the,
0: just the way the mold of these two teams is, they're defensive teams. Their offenses are not the most uh, exciting offenses by any stretch. And it seem, it just shows that they could have a very tight low-scoring game. Yeah,
1: this could be a 14-10 game very easily.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be exactly somewhere in that neighborhood. it would probably be under 30 points. Alright, um, I have one play. I, I really feel my best bet. I'm going to put out a 10-unit best bet on Atlanta against Tennessee. I really love Atlanta. I think they get the job done in this game on the road. Tennessee, I just don't like the way they're playing. I just don't like the offense at all. Tannehill's having a terrible, terrible season. And I just think Atlanta's just a slightly better team right now prepared on both sides of the ball. And I think they're going to give Tennessee a a run for the money. And if they're making Atlanta, I'm a numbers guy. I always tell you guys I look for value. I look for numbers. If they're making Atlanta three on the road, that tells me a lot. And that tells me that Atlanta is the right side of this game. I think they win this game by a touchdown to 10 points. I'm jumping on the Falcons. Uh, even you can money line this game, guys, might be a great idea, too. This way you take away the points altogether. M- money line Atlanta against Tennessee. That's my best bet in the NFL for Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's a ballsy play. I went against Atlanta. Yeah, it is. I it went is. against Atlanta last week, and I regretted it. I just was... don't like the way Tennessee's playing. I, I, right I, now. I, I Tennessee's hear you. they making
0: mistakes. Uh, Derrick Henry's a beast. We all know that. But, listen, you can figure out that game plan if you can – Contain Tannehill. You take away, you know, just focus on the rest.
1: Yeah, I hear you. I I really don't love going against home teams coming off of a bye. Yeah, that's the one thing that scares me a little bit. I'm not disagreeing with you on this. I'm probably not touching this game, but I agree with you. I mean, this Tennessee team, based on what they were doing last year, I I Let's think everyone right. everyone expected a lot more from them this year. Yeah. They got they got a very good wide receiver. They have Tanny, who was comeback player of the year at one point, and they have—he's a little bit older now, but Derrick Henry, like you said, is still a beast. So, yep. what are they doing? They lost to Indy, uh, then they then they beat Cincy. They're having a really weird year. I agree. Yeah, I mean, if Derrick Henry runs 150
0: yards and a couple of touchdowns, uh, I'm not going to look good in that game. But I think that's not going to happen. I think they're going to contain him. Even if they let him run, I think they're going to, you know, really contain Tannehill. Tannehill can make mistakes. I like the way the offense of Atlanta, when they show up, they do show up. And uh, if they're making them three and the other team had a, a, a week off to prepare, that tells me a lot. So I think, I think they're putting a line out there to trap everyone and grab – get Tennessee money and I just think Atlanta's the right side of this game anything
1: yeah, else you want to and add? their pass defense is stout um you know one thing uh, I'm without giving too much analysis I think the Dolphins have a bounce back week this week uh they're nine nine and a half point favorites right England, now no, against man. New England That's a big number New England is coming around it is a big number and that Makes me like it even more. Uh, If it was a smaller number, I would say, huh, that's a little fishy. Not a huge play for me. Maybe not even a play. But it's just something that I look at, and I just think they bounce back. I don't want to get into... You like the Dolphins? Yeah, and I don't want to get into too much of this stuff. But if you look at the officiating, and there's news about that official... That official was suspended. It was 11. Did you watch that game? Yeah, it was 11 penalties to the none. Did you see where that official that called? I forget what the call was. The referee walked up to him. The referee walked up to him, and he said, are you sure? And you could read his lips. Even the referee, the head referee in that game, disagreed. It, to me, it looked like pretty heavily. I've never seen a referee, and maybe they ask it, and we just don't see it. Yeah. But I've never seen a referee ask another judge, "Are you sure?" Before he goes, puts his microphone on. Well, they got to discuss it, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I it get was. It. it usually they don't. But say, there was some
0: really it, bad calls. In it that was game bad against Miami.
1: It was bad. The 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 referee. I don't know if he was a judge or an umpire or what he was, but. The guy that was making most of those calls, he's from Pennsylvania. He was suspended from college coaching in the past for some kind of situation. <laughs> let's go, let's go so a little checkered pass there. Yeah, he has a checkered pass, and it was a checkered situation. Um, and yeah. I think the Dolphins are going to come back mad. I like the Commanders a little bit against the Eagles. The Eagles have an easy game against this Commanders team. The Commanders are terrible. But after the Commanders, the Eagles play the Cowboys, the Chiefs, the Bills, the 49ers, then the Cowboys again, then the Seahawks. This could be a situation what we call in sports betting a look-ahead game where they're looking ahead to all these great opponents. They're facing a bad one, and maybe they don't play as good, and they don't cover that touchdown. But the Jets are my big play for Sunday. So, All right,
0: just to recap. Just to give me the two best, the best bet for Saturday and the best bet for Sunday, because you, you gave away a lot of information did, this week. I'm what loaded. What are the two best bets?
1: Oh man!
0: Do, do you have a, two, a best bet, or they're just I, all? I,
1: I think for for Sunday, my best bet is definitely the Jets. For for Saturday, it's tough to tell this early. Um, Excuse me. Uh, I can't even say. Okay. I can't even say.
0: Well, you saw, guys. I you gave saw so he, many. You guys. Right. You saw what Teddy did. Hit me
1: he, up on Instagram Saturday morning, and and I'll tell you who I like the best out of everything I just laid out for you. How about uh, that?
0: All right. Well, listen, there's a thing called the smorgasbord, and you went overboard with all these plays this week. So good for you, my friend. hopefully you'll uh, keep everyone happy, and uh, they'll make some nice money off uh, your great advice. All right, well, um, are we going live? How are we doing this, Ben? Yeah,
1: we're going to go live. I'm going to go live on Instagram right now. Before we do, real quick, World Series. Yeah, start Friday. I I like the Rangers to take it, but
0: Mr. Producer. Did you get a series price? I don't. I want
1: to show this clip, though, really quick. This was the first show you guys invited me on back in July. You asked me the surprises, who I liked to go deep. Let's take a look at this. Dodgers is it going to be the Padres and it was the Diamondbacks now that's a big surprise for me they are fifth in runs in the MLB another surprise even though DeGrom their biggest acquisition of the offseason didn't work out he's hurt the Rangers are still having an incredible year first in hits in the MLB and they're doing well on defense also and my third surprise is the Reds out of those three teams Reds Rangers and Diamondbacks I think the Rangers are going to be the team that continues it into the second half because to the go. Reds and the Diamondbacks are doing it mostly off of hitting. The Rangers are doing it off of hitting and pitching, and they're more balanced. So We Rangers could cut that now. That's all we battles. needed. Yeah, they're
0: balanced. Nice. That was, uh, that so was, I'm root- that was about over that two was and a half July months ago. That was July 5th. Yeah, that was a long so time ago. So I'm
1: rooting for the Rangers to take my I, prophecy I home.
0: You, I hope you did a futures bet. Little that.
1: little sprinkle. There you little go. little sprinkle.
0: Probably about 30 to 1.
1: All right, we're going live, baby. We're going to go live... And we're going to take questions. Let's see what kind of audience we get here. Like I said, we normally get a good one here. All right. We are live. Anybody who is watching this, we are live on the OSB podcast with my boy Scotty here. And any questions that you guys... Well, we'll wait for some people to get on I think you gave
0: them so much advice, they don't have any questions. Yeah,
1: we got... I'm telling you, it's not loading up like, all right, here we go. So we are live... On the OSB podcast with my boy, Scotty. We're taking questions for this weekend's college football. You could even ask us about tonight. You could ask us about NFL Sunday. Emilio, I see you in there. What's up, buddy? So any questions about any of these games, we got about 10 minutes here to take questions. I'm going to pass them over to my guy, Scotty, here, who has got more experience in this industry than I do. Anybody, any questions tonight? Tomorrow night, no one's asking questions. People are just popping on. All right. Last time we did it, we were getting a ton of questions. Does anybody have a game that they need an opinion on? They want our, uh, our look on here.
0: I think they're just loyal followers of yours. So Who do
1: you like tonight? You got to ask us a game, Little Yeah 23rd. Who? What, what game? Give us a game. We don't do fantasy, Corbin. <laughs> What's the best game for tonight, they're asking. They, these guys are funny. It's all about tonight with with these players. They're asking, Guys, football. Stop asking me. About, <laughs> they're asking they, me about NBA. NBA? Uh, OKC Bulls, someone just asked me. I, I like OKC in that game. All right, Scotty likes OKC. What about Celtics-Knicks? I just got that. I can't believe we're doing a football show and everyone's asking me about basketball right now. I love you guys, but come on. Let's get some football questions here.
0: Oh, it's too far away. They want, you know, they want the instant gratification. It's so
1: funny. This is, okay, Utah Utes, Robert and Crystal Borg. I appreciate that. I am on Oregon. Scotty is on Utah. The Steelers game.
0: That's a tough one. Someone
1: just asked about the Steelers game.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, Pittsburgh's a home dog in that game.
1: Yeah, Yeah. And they find ways to win. Steelers are a scary team to bet against right now, but I would probably lean with the Jags. Who wins the JP Sports and more? I'm, I'm on the, the Rangers train all day. I'm on the Rangers. They just asked uh, who wins the World Series game one uh, Friday. I'm on the Rangers train all day. What Rangers do you think?
0: are minus 155 in that first game. What I do mean, you? they're just, they're playing, you know, both these teams are playing unbelievable yeah. right now, and they've been live dogs. So you know, it's it's going to be a great. I think it's going to be a more interesting series than a lot of people think. I really do. I think Grayson
1: this, Grayson Carruthers just asked where the big Kahuna is. The big Jacksonville f- State F I it's F I U Rando Bando. I like Jacksonville State in that game tonight.
0: Jacksonville. I I'm not really touching anything tonight. I got to okay. be straight up. But the All other right. thing I like, I do like Oklahoma's. Uh, city tonight in the uh, NBA and I'm buying it up to plus three all right
1: so Scotty likes OKC that's official let me see what other questions we have where's the big Kahuna Grayson he is not here I'm not sure where he is I think he's traveling um Jets Giants Los I am in love with the Jets that's actually my NFL pick of the week so I appreciate you asking me that question there you go Getting the Vikings line. Packers from Troy 71 Ooh. what do you think Scotty Ooh, that's probably the toughest game of the. You know, Packers got to
0: do something sooner or later, but the numbers on them are just really hard right now. Uh, that's a tough. That's a tough one. What's the, What's the total on that? Deal? The
1: total and Vikings. So the total's forty three. Vikings are favored by a touchdown. I'm. You I think know, they're only favored one. I mean, I'm sorry, not a touchdown, a point. You're right. Yeah. Um, for me, when in doubt, go with the better quarterback, and I think I think Cousins is the better quarterback here um let
0: me see yeah I'm looking at that uh that number on that game it's a that's a tough call I I, I'm not touching that game I gotta be honest ah, with you
1: you gotta answer the question Scotty they want to know so Sam Houston State versus UTEP do you have anything on that Scotty
0: no (laughs) No, not on that one, unfortunately.
1: Sam Houston State versus UTEP. I actually do have a little bit of a lean on this game. Um, Sam Houston State was favored in the last game, and I went with them, and I was incorrect. The line is moving towards Sam Houston State. I refuse to bet on Sam Houston State. I refuse to bet on UTEP. These are two teams that, in my opinion... I would go with the under in this game. No, what, t- yeah, uh, Under 37
0: you know, I look all at, day. I look at games. If this game was on a Saturday, would I even look at a game like this? Absolutely right, not. So right. I'm not going to just bet it. So,
1: guys, yeah, I'm glad for everyone that's watching here and everyone that's on the live. One thing that we try to help you guys do is not be all about living in the moment and living for the day. You want to plan your sports betting out for the week, right? So we're on here. 49 uh, is Bengals. We'll get that game in a second. We're on here planning out the week right now, planning out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, we don't really talk about Monday. I just realized yeah. that we never we never break down Monday night football on here. But we're planning out the week. Don't live your sports betting life one play at a time, one day at a time. It's okay to skip days. Like, we both are skipping Friday. We're not betting every, anything on Friday. So on Friday, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be working on Saturday and perfecting my Saturday. So that's really something that you guys should take from us and and, and use it in your own sports betting daily lives. Uh, you don't always have to bet the, the, well, the forget, next game on the board. It, it
0: might not that we're not betting uh, – college football on friday but we might be looking at nba or we might look at nhl right you know when but the lines don't forget guys they don't come out until usually late the night before so we really need to get a more accurate gauge on what the line will be and in hockey and in basketball it's not like football where the lines are out for days so we you know just because we're not touching the college football game we may be placing you know, a, uh, move on to uh, an NFL, excuse me, a NBA or an NHL game for Friday.
1: Exactly. Any more questions? I'm going to take one more minute here. Any more questions on Saturday college football or third uh, Sunday NFL? There you go. Bills versus Buccaneers. Trench God Marley.
0: That's Thursday night.
1: Yeah. I, I,
0: I'm i leaning towards Buffalo in that game because I just think they've got too much firepower. If Josh Allen does show up like I expect him to, finally at home, I think he's going to be revved up for this game. I think they're going to be on all cylinders, and I just don't think Tampa Bay can play with a team like this. And I, Baker Mayfield is well known for making mistakes and throwing picks and turning the ball over. He's been pretty good at it this year. He's been okay, but I think in a game like that, he, he could be uh, a little bullseye on his back.
1: I like it. I like it. Trench God, Marley. I like UCLA in that in that game, Colorado-UCLA. I don't know if Scotty had one on that one.
0: Yeah, that's a tough number um, for me to judge.
1: Troy, 71. Pats, Dolphins. I think we went over this one. I'm on the Dolphins on this one. I think it's a big bounce-back game. It's a lot of points going against the Pats. A Pats team that is a I'm special. I'm going to
0: disagree with you on that one. I think uh, New England's going to come to play in this game and keep themselves in the game somehow, some way. Belichick knows how to uh, – Get his troops going in certain situations, and he's a real live dog uh, in this game. And I think that nine and a half, I'd buy it to ten. Uh, I think New England could keep that game close because I think they're starting to come around a little bit. They still got, you know, they still get problems in certain areas, but I think they could cause my you know Miami to make some mistakes in that game and uh, keep themselves in it. All so. right,
1: last one, and I'm shutting this off. Okay, we got a question from. JP Sports and more again, Cowboys versus Rams on Sunday. you going to take it? You take
0: it first. I'm going to take the dog in that game. I think the Rams can play with uh, the Cowboys in that situation. Um, I think that game could be a field goal game either way. I think uh, the Rams can definitely stay in that game. I'd get it to plus seven. I wouldn't sit on a six and a half for, for anything. Uh, plus seven, I like it. I think that could be a, a lean, a, you know, a lean play with the uh, with the plus seven with the Rams in that game.
1: All right, I'm on the same thing. We are out of here, Iceberg. I appreciate that. We are out of here, guys. Uh, I'm on the Rams also. I think plus seven is too much. I'm still not sold on the Cowboys. Take care, boys. All right, the live video has ended. We took All some right. questions. Well, so, we had a great show, man. Yeah, I love it.
0: That's interesting, you know, like when you're dealing with your audience right there, right on the spot in a rapid fire kind of format. But uh, hey, we had a great show. I need, obviously, Teddy gave a lot of information away this week, but he's got a lot of things going on throughout the week. How do they find you and get all this information you put out on a daily basis?
1: Yeah, I always save the best stuff for my private clients. Sometimes a private client, I might go against what I gave on the show because things change, numbers change, information changes, oh, yeah. line changes. Sure. You can go to my Instagram at the underscore profits with pH underscore pick. No S on pick. TikTok at the sports profits. YouTube.com where we have the longer breakdowns. YouTube.com slash at the sports profits.
0: Appreciate you being on again with us. All right. How you can find me each and every day. I do videos, I put out free picks all the time. Check it all out on TikTok. It's at SMPics P-I-C-K-S. And for Instagram, Instagram only, it's at SM Sports Picks P-I-C-K-S. Well, we had a great show. Hope we helped you guys out. Take a look at what we gave you. And you can follow us on all podcast forums, guys. From Apple to Spotify, you name it, we're on all the podcast forums. We're here each and every week. I'm Scott Matthews. This is the OSB Sports Podcast, and we will catch you back here next week. How long did we go?